Welcome to the Property Unleashed podcast, a show about property, entrepreneurship, and personal development. This show is designed to give you the foundations and building blocks to move forward on your journey and live a more inspired life. Hello and welcome to the Property Unleashed podcast with me, your host, Mark Fitzgerald. It's fantastic to have you joining me today. So another podcast episode. And in this one, I really want to try and just share some tips and tricks of finding good tradespeople, good builders, good workmen or women to make sure that on your property investing journey, you are having the results that you need. It can be quite daunting to look for tradespeople uh, and to know who you can sort of trust with what can be a lot of money in a lot of cases. So I'm just hoping by you know listening to this episode that I can help you with some tips and tricks, as I said. Also, please feel free to visit thepropertyunleashed.com and download any free tools and resources that may help you there. We have an ebook on serviced accommodation, an ebook on rent to rent and building it as a business. We have a deal analyzing spreadsheet. What's that you say? Well, it's an analyzing spreadsheet you can use to stack deals to make sure that you're doing good deals. All are comp- completely free. We also have a free training masterclass and we're adding things all the time. Of course, we do have the rent to rent business builder training program and the ultimate service accommodation training program as well to help you and give you the roadmap, the coaching and the support to get and build the property business you desire. And I do have a space still available on my one-to-one 12-month coaching program. If you want to work with me on a one-to-one basis, then equally click on the link there, book a call, and let's see how I can help you. So let's get on with today's episode. So today I'm just going to touch on how to find good trades and good builders in your area when you're looking at doing different projects. Now, some some people will be doing massive refurbishments, other people's maybe just minor maintenances and stuff like that. But it's very important that you get to work with good builders, good maintenance companies and good people in general. And they can be very, very hard to find. We have to make sure that we tell them exactly what it is or show them on plans exactly what we want to have happen. We can't just expect people, even if they've been builders for a long, long time, they've got a really good track record to be able to read our minds and to be able to do things exactly the way that we want them done. So it is very, very important for us to make sure that we're working with the right people at the right time. So what is a good way to find good builders in your area? Well, first and foremost, what I would suggest is that you get yourself some sort of spreadsheet or something that you can actually start logging down to trades that you're looking for, electricians, your plumbers, your builders, all of those different things, have them in categories. So if you are self-managing as well, this is great because you can call up on these different categories for whatever it is that you need. But obviously, if you're looking for refurbishments and stuff, it can also help you with timelines to be able to plan things out. So one of the great ways to find good tradespeople is by word of mouth. So realistically, it is asking family and friends, asking work colleagues, people who have maybe had some work done recently that have used specific companies that they recommend. Of course, you can go onto social media in local you know, Facebook groups or, or anything like that or forums and see 
if people have have been doing those things, there's a lot of WhatsApp groups out there for property investing as well. Just ask there for who people recommend. People, if they don't recommend somebody, will normally not say anything. But if they do highly recommend somebody, we'll let you know about it. And sometimes you won't be able to get those people. Why? Because they'll be so sought after that at the end of the day, you might have to wait months to get them in. So make sure that you're out there, you're talking to people and try and get in there as quickly as you can. Equally to that, if you know your area, when you are out and about in your area, look out for signs, look out for vans, look out for building work that is happening. And don't be afraid to stop, knock on a door and speak to them at the end of the day, because it's business. They will. They might be busy at that time. They might ask you to come back. If they do, respect that because people do have problems that you might have just walked in and they've got a major problem. Just make sure that you go and you go and speak to these people as well. But have a look if you can. Some some uh, builders have actually welcomed me into uh, what they're doing and, and show me the sort of projects that they've been working on. Not everybody, but some of them have. And it's great to be able to walk in there to see if it looks like a car crash. Uh, you know, a building site looks like a building site at the end of the day, but does it look like it's an organized building site or does it look like it's a free-for-all uh, and things? So make sure that you're vigilant when you're driving around and make sure that you are okay to just go and start talking to people or take down their numbers or take a picture of their signs and get back to these people and start ringing them up. Of course, Online is great as well, where you can use, you know, check a trade. Uh, AirTask is another very, very good one, particularly if you've got a certain specific task rather than a full development that you want doing. So let's say you took on a serviced accommodation and you wanted to get a load of furniture built because you bought all the furniture to make this nice. AirTask is brilliant to be able to go on. It's a bit like the fiber of uh, tradespeople. So you can go on there, you can put down, this is the job that I've won, and then the tradespeople on there will sort of almost bid for the work. You can pick who you want, looking at their reviews on Airtasker. And the beauty of that is you pay Airtasker. You don't actually pay the work or trades, and they don't get the money until it's done. So Airtasker will say to you, this was scheduled to happen today. Did it happen? Are you satisfied? Can we pay them? If you say no, they left halfway through and they haven't come back, Airtasker will take it up with them rather than you having to do so. As I say, it's great for tasks. It's not what you would do if you were doing an HMO conversion or anything like that. But it is a good one to have in the, in the back pocket to be able to look at. So make sure you are looking at online portals. But equally to that, Google the businesses. Google their names. Check them out in company's house. Make sure that the names of the people that say they're in charge are the people that are in charge and they are a legitimate company, a legitimate business. Uh, Google, as I say, their names, their businesses. See if anything comes back. Um, and it's just doing your due diligence on the builders that you're going to use. A lot of people do the due diligence on the properties but they never do proper due diligence on the people that they could potentially give thousands and thousands of pounds to to renovate their properties. So make sure, again, that you do that due diligence and that you are sure that you can get good tradespeople and have contracts. OK, a lot of people don't. They have a handshake and things like that. You want to have proper contracts with the builders, with the tradespeople, if they're doing a big development for you on what is expected and how payments are going to be. And that's a whole new episode on its own. At the moment, I'm just 
telling you how to get out boots on the ground to make sure that you can find decent tradespeople. And of course, as I've said before, you can find them online, you can find them walking around, you can find them by word of mouth. But at the end of the day, you need to make sure that you are putting a list together. And I tend to have a green light on my list or a red light. So if I've used certain people and they've been good, it stays green. But if I've used them maybe a third time and they've let me down for whatever reason, they get a red mark on there. And if you get three red marks on my spreadsheet, you're done. You're gone. You basically put it at the bottom and you are somebody that we will not get in contact with. Have your own sort of traffic light system when it comes to these sort of things. Don't just let people or companies let you down all of the time because it's business. We do not want to be letting people dictate to us when they can do stuff. Now, if they say they're going to do something and they can't do it for a legitimate reason, fair enough, we've all got lives. But if they are constantly letting you down, you need to be keeping a track of that and make sure that you're looking after the good ones. You're paying them promptly. Try and pay them before their invoices are due because we're all small businesses. We're all you know, fighting to, to make a living and we need to make sure that we are taking the right steps to look after each other. And if you pay people promptly and look after them, they're more inclined to look after you, even at the detriment of themselves. Martin Rappi was a man that I was chatting to recently, and he said to me that he goes with the developers that maybe he has to pay, or builders, should I say, that maybe he has to pay a bit more money to uh, overall when they do a job for him. But then if he has a problem because of this, He normally holds a bit of the deposit back as well for a certain amount of time, but they'll come back and they'll fix any problems straight away. And they normally don't even charge him for it as well. So that's great advice from a guy that is a constant professional in the development world. And of course, if you want to listen to my interview with Martin Rapley about this very subject, then just go back and listen to episode 169. So make sure that you're looking at social presence. Make sure you're talking to them as well. Don't be afraid to talk to these people. They're not always the easiest people to talk to, but you have to have that communication and go with your gut instincts. If something doesn't feel right, when you're talking to the builders, when you're talking to tradespeople, there's probably a good reason for that. Go with your gut instinct. Don't be desperate. Don't be a motivated, you know, buyer of tradespeople and things like that when it comes down to it. Because if they let you down, it could cost you more money in the long run. And don't always look for the cheapest options. You'll hear this all the time. As property investors, we want maximum profits. I appreciate that. Again, it's a business, but it's not always the best use of our time or money if we're having to go back ourselves to fix the smaller detail because they just didn't do a very good job in the first place. So make sure that they are competitive in their price. If they're undercutting everybody massively, that says to me that they're not very good. If a builder wants to charge you more and it's harder to get hold of, that's normally a good sign. Okay, so make sure that you go with your gut. Make sure that you're not just trying to scrimp and be cheap because at the you well, I was going to say. You can pay cheap, but you'll normally end up paying twice. So pay that little bit more and get it done with a sort of a guarantee on the work as well. So I hope that's helped you. Um, And I get asked this all the time, particularly with people, of course, who are starting out, maybe starting a rent to rent business. My students as well, who are following the roadmap to success. 
they ask me all the time, how do you find decent trades people? How do you get proper, you know, support in that department? Make sure that you've got a handy person, handy man or handy woman. Uh, and somebody that will not let you down all the time. And don't be afraid to pay them what they're worth. That is facts. Sometimes when you're starting out, you end up paying top dollar for these people. And there's nothing wrong with that. And of course, the more you use their services, the bigger you become as a property business, obviously you can start to negotiate a price. And, and that's how I've done it in my businesses. I've started with people paying them the full amount. And of course, and of course, sometimes you look at your profits and you think, oh, it's costing me too much. But this is why you want to find the decent people. You want to pay them promptly and then you want to negotiate on their fees. If they know they're going to have more and more work from you and little bits and bobs that just, you know, maybe beer money in some cases, then that's great. Of course, make sure that you're covering yourself, that you're getting receipts for the work. And of course, that they will guarantee the work that they've done for you as well. So once again... It's been great to have you joining me here. Please feel free to share the podcast and copy me in. Tag me into any posts that you have if you are sharing the podcast. And I will always show you some love and gratitude for your support. This channel grows through the support of people and its network. And I'm always looking to help and support you guys as well. So, Make sure that you're getting out there. Make sure you're not having anything holding you back. Uh, do go back and listen to some of the past episodes that we've had on the podcast. If you are new to it or maybe you've just got into it. We have some fantastic interviews with the likes of Dan Hill, Simon Zucci, Kevin Noland, Walter Pontes, Martin Rapley, just to name a few. And of course, my wonderful students as well that share their inspirational and inspiring stories that anybody can get out there and create the lives that they want. I've done it. My students have done it. Other people have been successful. So why can't you? Well, you can. All you have to do is know what you're doing, get out there and get on with it. So once again, you take care and join me for the next episode very soon. Bye for now. Thank you for listening, guys. I hope you've enjoyed this episode. Please subscribe and share the podcast with others. And if you could take a minute to leave the show a review, that would really mean a lot to me as well. Lastly, why not head over to the Property Unleashed Facebook group? And if you do, I'll see you there. Take care and make sure you keep focusing on your vision. Bye for now.